Percy, let me start with a question today. Do cancer patients ever experience losses during their cancer journey that they can regain? Ooh, Wayne, for sure. No doubt about that. Uh, There certainly can be emotional, mental, and even physical losses experienced by cancer patients. And we should not deny that and try to sweep that under the rug. But that in many cases, you know, may be regained and in some cases may even be better Hmm. than before. Wow. I think we should talk about this today. Okay, we will. We'll hear from a breast cancer patient who fought her way back to triumph over her disease. The following program is produced and sponsored by City of Hope, a world leader in cancer research, treatment, and prevention. Information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. Hey, welcome to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. I'm Wayne Shepherd. Our host is Reverend Percy McRae, Pastor P. He's National Director of Specialized Outreach at City of Hope, and we enjoy our time together with you each and every week here on this podcast. Percy, what's in store for us today? Well, today we're going to hear from, and we, we get a lot of breast cancer patient stories, right? Uh, and again, as we know uh, from a, uh, a data perspective, breast cancer is the second most common cancer among women after uh, skin cancer. Mm -hmm. And so the numbers are high and prevalent. And so today we're going to hear from a young lady from from Georgia, and you'll be able to pick that up right away with her accent. (laughs) Her beautiful Uh, accent, right. (laughs) Beautiful accent. She's just as sweet and and just as precious as she can be. And uh, she was recommended to me as one of our uh, patients at the City of Hope facility. And and she's going to talk about uh, her, her lows and her highs and then her ability to regain traction to overcome uh, what she felt like was losses along the way with being a cancer patient and how she began to regenerate a, a overcoming spirit. And uh, and we're going to hear that energy and that vibration from her today. Okay. That's coming up in just a moment here on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. We have a free resource that we are offering to our subscribers. It's Managing the Cost of Cancer Care. If you are a subscriber, you can download this as a free resource at healthhopeandinspiration.com. If you're not a subscriber, you can subscribe free of charge at the same website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. One thing we encourage our listeners to do, and we have so many around the country and even outside the U.S., Percy, and that is to get in touch with us with your own story, your reactions, your questions to this podcast. And I have one here from Midland, Texas. Okay, if I read this one? Absolutely, my friend. Go for it. This uh, listener says, I just went through the Our Journey of Hope training, and I must say it was wonderful beyond what I could have ever expected. I'm a stage three cancer survivor, and I have a cancer ministry already intact called One Bite at a Time Ministries. We help guide cancer patients to fight cancer with faith over fear. Sounds, uh, sounds like what we do, right? Mm-hmm. We are having support groups, and I am so thankful for the resources on your website and Our Journey of Hope. They are fabulous. Thank you for making those available. I just listened to Podcast 367, and in it you mentioned that you wrote a couple of articles about navigating through the holidays. I've looked around and see the podcast, but I'm not sure if I have access to what you're talking about. Are those articles available? Thank you again for all you're doing. That comes from Midland, Texas. Thank you, Midland. We appreciate you, and thank you for being uh, an Our Journey of Hope cohort and graduate. We appreciate that as well. Yeah, so uh, in order to access um, uh, those resources that I mentioned, please go to cancercenter.com, cancercenter.com, and in the search bar, just simply type in Reverend Percy McRae blogs. 
okay. Reverend Percy McCray blogs, and you'll find two uh, blogs there that I made reference to. One is This Holiday Season, Let Cancer Patients Drive the Bus. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite uh, coined phrases with regard to allowing cancer patients to be in control. And then the second blog that you'll find there is called Navigating the Holidays, Five Things Cancer Patients Wish You Knew. Again, this holiday season, let cancer patients drive the bus and navigating the holidays, five things cancer patients wish you knew. You can can be located at cancercenter.com and then type in the search bar Reverend Percy McRae Blocks. All right. I'm sure many listeners will want to take advantage of those resources. So thanks again to uh, Midland for that question comment to us about our journey of hope. Uh, I'll have more to say about our journey of hope in just a moment, but why don't you uh, take time right now to open up the scriptures and uh, apply them to where we're headed today. Yeah, our spiritual nugget for today, my friend, is found in Joel uh, chapter 2, verse 25. Joel chapter 2, verse 25, and it says this, and how applicable based upon the disposition of the conversation we're going to hear. Swarming locusts and the hopping locusts and the destroying locusts And the cutting locust ate everything you had. Hmm. But I, being God, will pay you back for those years of trouble. And that is going to be the sentiment of the individual that we're here today with regard to uh, feeling like there were things that was lost along the way of her cancer journey. But her disposition to take it all back, you'll hear about that in just a second. All right. Look forward to that. Now, we had that listener testimony about Our Journey of Hope a moment ago, and Percy, you have developed the Our Journey of Hope Ministry Leaders Network to equip and empower every Christian leader to better meet this great need. So let me invite anyone listening, if you are a pastor, perhaps a leader in your church, uh, we want to invite you to join our growing family of informed ministry leaders in the Our Journey of Hope Ministry Leaders Network. Joining the network is absolutely free. When you sign up, you'll receive online access to exclusive leadership resources. There's information about ministry training opportunities and our informative monthly email newsletters. So here's what you do. Visit our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com, and click on the Our Journey of Hope logo at the top of the page there and join the Ministry Leaders Network today and find out what our listener in Midland, Texas was talking about, Our Journey of Hope. Our journey now takes us to the interview and a guest we have for you this week. Here's Percy. Well, hey, 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 it's me, Pastor P, and I am back uh, with another compelling conversation. And today I have joining me is a stage three breast cancer patient. Uh, She's also a motivational speaker. Uh, She's married, uh, mother of two children, diagnosed in January 6th of 2012. uh, And she is still in active treatment at the time of this recording Today, I want to bring to the microphone Tiffany Jones. Welcome to the show, Tiff. How you doing? Hello. How you doing today? I am excellent. I'm excited because I have you with us. And so thank you for taking time uh, out of your busy schedule. And as I introduced you in, in the intro earlier, uh, I mentioned mm-hmm. a couple of things. One of the things that I did not mention is the fact that uh, you are still receiving uh, active treatment as we speak at City of Hope Uh cancer centers in Atlanta and and you did so as a result of a second opinion and that uh, you have also received uh, surgery radiation and HER or HER2 hormone therapy is that correct that's correct and so with that today um, you know uh, we're going to sit down and, and talk about your story and your journey as we always do on this show so let's start with this first and foremost um, 
Do you remember the day, you know, uh, where you were and how you felt when you first heard the words, you have cancer? What did you think when you heard that? And what did you feel when you were first told that you had cancer? Wow. I felt like my life was out of control. Hmm. I wonder if I was going to live or die. Who going to take care of my son, Elijah? At that time, I was a single mom. I wasn't married to my husband then, and I did not have my daughter, Serenity. See, all this took place before then. Okay. okay. So I went through so many emotions from sadness, fear, shock. I was dealing with low self-esteem. I was angry with the world. I remember my body was so numb. My body was just in shock. I was just out of it. And I didn't have any hope. And I cried to my mother. And so my mother, she spoke to me and she said, girl, we're going to fight this thing. You better put your work clothes on, Tiffany, because God got the last say so. Who reports you trusting? And I told my mother, I said, I trust the Lord report and I'm going to fight this council. Okay. Okay. And so with that being said, after you heard that, after you went through those emotions, um, let's talk a little bit about um, and, you know, how did uh, cancer affect you and your family? Because it sounds like your mom is one of those old fashioned prayer warriors. She sounds just like my mom that said, listen, we're going to fight this thing and and we're going to trust God. Obviously, were, were there any other effects upon your family or, or basically did they rally around you when they when you told them you had cancer? Well, I feel like I didn't have an effect from my family. It brought my family and I closer together. Okay. And it made us stronger. See, counselor showed my family and I that life is short. And we need to appreciate our loved ones and tell them every day that we love them. Yeah. And this is how my family is set up. If one person in the family is going through a battle, guess what? We all going through it. Okay, okay. And that's how we support each other because life is so precious and we should love more. We should laugh more and have hope. Live your life to the fullest every day. Be appreciated. Enjoy your family. Laugh and love. Take the time to smell the roses and slow down a little bit. Enjoy your family and your life. And that's how we do with our family. Okay. Okay. And so part of your answer there probably will will spill over into this question as well is, you know, having cancer, you know, I'm a former cancer patient myself going on my fifth year now uh, with no evidence of disease and I'm doing great. So I kind of can relate to a lot of what you've just stated. You know, what what, if anything, has cancer uh, and being on a journey of cancer taught you? Well, it taught me. So many things. It taught me how to fight back. Sometimes you have to encourage and motivate yourself mm-hmm. and speak things, good things over your life and fight back. Right. See, my motivation is everything cancer took from me. I want it all back. Okay. No matter what my situation is, I will never give up. I will press forward and I will accept my situation. I will not let cancer take me down. I will not let cancer control me. I will control it. Okay. Okay. Speaking of that and being motivated by those particular uh, schools of thought, which I certainly uh, appreciate and I'm sure others listening will as well. uh, Also, you know, 
because you're still actively treating with cancer as we speak, but you also have written a book entitled My Journey to My Destination. It has already been released and published. And uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, what this book is. I think that what you did tell me is that uh, your book is a guideline to navigating hardships and negative circumstances. Is that correct? That's correct. So uh, with that, tell me a little bit about what does the book highlight and contain? Well, my book will give you the step on how to survive on your journey when obstacles get in your way. So this is why I add these tools to my book, like the chapters of my life. It's going to have the chapter about all the battles that we face in life. And it also give you devotional and writing section. Okay. And my favorite quotes in scripture ah. and prayers to make it through. Okay. And I know one of the other things that is contained in the book is there's a section on meditation or meditations. And I've done mm-hmm. several shows about, you know, uh, and there is some clinical research and data that talks about some benefits, potential benefits of people being able to meditate and get into a sacred place and sacred space. So you, that book, your book also contains uh, a section about meditations as well, correct? Correct. Okay. Yes. Um, do you have a favorite chapter in the book that maybe or two that you can give us a little summary of to kind of talk about what that, you know, and don't give it all away because we want people to, to purchase your book okay. and buy it. OK, just give them just tease them a little bit uh, with maybe one or two chapters and, and of, of, of one of your favorite chapters in the book. OK, I give you like one. Okay. I can say probably my favorite. OK, OK. Um. It's the devotional and the writing section, okay? So, like, with the devotional, when you're going through things on your journey, guess what? You can go to that devotional um, passage, and it will tell you, you know, how to push through. What do you need to do? It will give you, like, a guideline. It will give you the steps, you know, how to uh, reach your destination safely. So I like the devotional and uh, the writing section. So those, you know. Yeah. One of my favorite, yeah. <laughs> and, and what's interesting about that, there's also some some data and some research to suggest about the power of journaling. Because when you talk about the writing section uh, or, or journaling that has uh, some potential benefits. So it sounds like the book is is awesome. Uh, it is It has been released. It is now published uh, and available. And with that being said, how can people access and locate your book? My book is on... Amazon, Barnes and Noble. And I also have my website, TiffanyRJones.com. If you want to connect with me, you want to reach out to me, I have my personal information. And if you want to go on my website, you can see who Tiffany is and, and what I have faced on my journey. And again, that's Tiffany rjones.com tiffany rjones.com and you also have a facebook page where people can reach out to you on facebook as well correct correct okay and so i i want to encourage everyone and 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 for those who who have faithfully 
uh, followed and listened uh, on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. I say thank you so much for that. You know that we've spoken to several people uh, who have been on uh, cancer journeys, who have written books. And so I'm more than willing to help promote people's writings because I just think that uh, the more that people hear stories and examples of individuals who have been on a journey or are still on a journey, that other people can benefit. So I encourage you to go to Barnes & Noble uh, or any of the outlets that Tiffany has just mentioned or Tiffany R. Jones dot com or Facebook and and access her book and and purchase a couple. Buy one for you, buy one for your friend, buy one for your neighbor. uh, And again, invest in 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 the story of of this young lady as she continues and is continually fighting the good fight of faith. I just want to encourage everyone. The first thing we have to do is maintain a healthy lifestyle. And that's what I'm doing now and take care of myself better. Because in the past, I wasn't. Mm-hmm. And, and and talk with others about your cancer. Review your goals. Review your goals and pray about it. And have hope and get the facts about your cancer diagnosed and focus on yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and, and in that, and again, I just want to make sure we reiterate that because I don't think you're suggesting at all that people should not. Uh, receive medical treatment and care because you're still receiving clinical medical treatment while you are trusting and believing in God using your faith. How important is it for people to follow their medical protocols while they are uh, receiving treatment and care? It is very important. Okay. It's, it's, it's very important to, and um, by me doing that, cancer had made, me a stronger person and and it it taught me how to love myself and one thing about it and I tell everybody when you go to the doctor you have a pen and a paper mm. write down everything mm-hmm. that the doctor telling you about your body your your yourself your treatment and ask the doctor a question if you don't understand things right. that was wrong with us that would happen to me okay you know i never asked the doctor questions or nothing i just went with it mm-hmm. so it's a lot of stuff that you don't understand ask the doctor and they will feel free you know to tell you what you need to know and use that pen and paper yeah yeah and, and that's that's really good advice because what happens and I know I've been in that seat where you can get overwhelmed with information uh, with terms and sometimes some of that information can fly right over your head so write it down and uh, I will add uh, take a and bring a caregiver with you someone who can help you remember mm-hmm. the information so that's really really good. Uh, uh, information to share with people. And I appreciate that. Well, I'm super excited for you at the end of the day, Tiff, because it sounds like to me that you have, uh, you know, you are progressing, you are moving forward. You are still in treatment as we speak. And I want to make sure that we, we put that out there. And I guess my last question for you for today to end this segment would be what is it what is it that continues to give you hope? What continues to inspire your hope as you continue to take your medical treatment, as you continue to take care of yourself, uh, uh, you know, have better lifestyle changes? Uh, what is it that is continually giving you hope and motivating you? Hmm. Well, the first thing is my children. 
Yeah. Elijah and Serenity. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And see, there is hope behind every bad situation. Mm. And and I feel like the lesson is not how strong we may have been in the past. It's about how strong we are right now. No matter where you are on your journey, hope is being able to see that there is light despite all of the darkness. There is hope beyond what you see difficult road can lead to a beautiful destination okay see hope in your life can help you face anything with strength and confidence and i have to say this to myself all the time i have to motivate myself i have to put a uh hit myself in the back and say well tiffany you got this because sometimes we got to motivate ourselves while we're going through things on our journey yeah. and we got to have that support well, with that being said, Tiffany, I feel hopeful after hearing you, and I believe that there will be uh, others uh, who will hear as well. I want to say thank you for joining us uh, and being on the show. And today you have heard from Tiffany Jones. She is a stage three breast cancer patient. She's a motivational speaker. You could clearly hear that. Uh, married with two children. Uh, she was diagnosed January 6, 2012. She received the second opinion uh, from uh, City of Hope uh, Cancer Centers in Atlanta, where she is still receiving uh, active treatment. Uh, as of today, at the time of this recording, and uh, she's received surgery, radiation, uh, and uh, hormone therapy, H-E-R-2, or HER2 hormone therapy. And today, uh, she's written a book. So go get her book, My Journey to My Destination. I think that everybody will be blessed by that. And I'll put all of that information uh, in the show notes on how you can reach out to her on her social media platforms, as well as access her book today. Tiffany, uh, I'm privileged and honored to have you on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Continue to spread the word and be inspired as you move forward. Thank you so much, my dear. Thank you. We learn so much from these uh, guests who join Percy each week on Health, Hope, and Inspiration, and Tiffany certainly is no exception to that. Thank you, Tiffany. And we'll talk more with Percy about what we've learned here in just a few moments. But if you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider City of Hope with locations from coast to coast. Their team of, get this, more than 11,000 includes researchers, associates, scientists, doctors, nurses, allied health professionals, graduate students. There are fundraising specialists, marketing professionals, volunteers, and the important support staff, all united by their desire to find cures and save lives. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com and click on Sponsor to learn more about City of Hope. Or contact a member of their team with questions you may have about your treatment options by simply calling 866-712-HOPE, H-O-P-E, 866-712-4673. City of Hope uses a patient-centered approach and a wide range of technologies and techniques to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Well, Percy, you've gone and done it again. You found someone who really had a lot to share today, and we're so delighted that you talked with Tiffany. I love Tiffany. I love her spirit. I love her disposition. And she, you know, she, you know, she was a stage three uh, or is a stage three breast cancer patient who is still in active treatment. And I think it's right. important to just to just simply say that because uh, most of the people that we talk to on the show have either finish their treatment or they're on the other side mm -hmm, of cancer mm -hmm. and they've moved on to the next, you know, things in life. But I think it's important uh, also to hear from people who are in the midst of the battle right. as well. Right. Right. 
um, and so for her, uh, you know, there's a lot that 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 took place. You know, uh, she, originally she said she felt like she was out of control when when she first was diagnosed, and I think that probably a lot of cancer patients feel that right when they first hear that that there's a sense of, and I say it all the time, probably the number one loss that psychologically and emotionally that all cancer patients feel on some level is a sense of loss of control. Mm -hmm. And so she certainly expressed that and, and shared that in, in some pretty graphic detail. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yet the attitude she has, even though she's still going through treatment is wonderful. Well, yeah, she, she, she found her footing, if I can use that expression. But I think what the big takeaway, some of the big takeaways for me from this conversation was, and I think that there's a lot of people listening to this need to hear and understand, the way that you start does not necessarily mean that that's the way that you're going to finish or uh, or move forward. Uh, she started out in a, an emotional state of feeling out of control. Uh, she was wondering if she was going to live or die. Sure. You know, uh, she was ruminating over the idea of who was going to take care of at that time her young son. Yeah, we all face our mortality, don't we? Right, yeah, right, yeah. right. Yeah. So you're 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 having to check off those boxes, right? Whether you want to or not. Uh, you know, she went through emotions of sadness, fear, shock, low self esteem, and anger. And I guess the point that I make with that is. She's in a different place today, but she didn't start out in that place. And I think that it's important to give everyone and anyone permission, Wayne, that if you are in the beginning stages of your of your treatment or diagnosis, it's okay if you feel any of those things mm -hmm. because you're you're processing through that. And that does not necessarily mean that you're going to stay there or you have to stay in that state, but you may start out working through some of those same dynamics and emotions. She actually said that she felt numb yeah. uh, and initially not having any hope. So, yeah, and let's but, camp out on those things for a moment because she mentioned sadness and fear and shock, low self-esteem, which we haven't talked a whole lot about, have we, and anger. And she didn't feel like she had any hope. Well, did you have some of that going through your mind when you were diagnosed with cancer? Well, you know, certainly, again, I'm, I'm an anomaly, and I, you know, you and I have talked about this a lot. I'm, I'm, I'm a freak of nature, if I can use that that expression, because we love you, I though. This, we love you. Yeah, well, I, what, one thing that I've come to learn is I've come to learn who and what I am, because I can't change it. You only, you yeah. only get one version of me, and that's all I got. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and as one of my old friends used to tell me, he said, you know. Uh, no one can 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 beat you at being you. All you can be is be who and what God made you. So Amen. having yep. said that, right. Um, but but because of my my circumstances and my life experience based upon my invocation as well as my vocation of, you know, almost three decades of working with cancer patients, sure. I had a leg up on this thing yeah. before uh, it actually landed on my front door. And so when it did, I was I was pretty prepared for a lot of this, you yeah, know. But you, I, you've seen it in others, though, haven't you? I have, I have. Uh, I wasn't sad uh, that, and I wasn't really shocked either, and I certainly didn't experience low self esteem. But what can happen with cancer patients, for sure, is and and you highlighted, you know, the the low self esteem component. You know, if an individual potentially is already maybe struggling in that space, you know, and when you're told that you have cancer, because what can happen. And I believe we've written a resource that we've made available about stepping out of the shadow of cancer or not allowing cancer to make you feel ashamed. I think that what can happen and what does happen for a lot of people is that they feel like, uh, what did I do? Uh, how did I allow this to happen? Or, or is this a result of sin in my life or what have you? 
And so there becomes this lack of sense of self uh, feeling good about who you are. And that is nothing but the, the trick of the enemy at the end of the day. Even in our lowest point, and I want to make this point, I'm going to put my pastor's hat on for just a second. Okay. Even in our lowest point of dropping the ball, not measuring up, the grace of God has been dispensed on our behalf yeah. in order to cover, uh, as the Bible says, a multitude mm -hmm. of sins, if we want to use and put that in that category, where we do not have to stand in a place of feeling that we're less than because of our circumstances. And so... Yes, yeah, she's had to work through that and manage that, and she's been able to do so, if you will. She pulled herself back up off the mat, and, uh, of course, you know, she wrote a book, you know, yeah, to basically, right. uh, you know, narrate and, 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 and tell her story and hopefully to encourage others uh, to work through this process. She said that she had to learn how to take time uh, to smell the roses and slow down a bit. Uh, she taught herself how to fight back. Right. So she she developed some some other skills in the midst of being kind of punched around a little bit by cancer, which can happen to any of us initially when we first hear that. We opened this program talking about regaining what may have been lost. Maybe it's not so much regaining. Maybe it's just rediscovering. Uh, like, for instance, Tiffany mentioned her family and how they've grown stronger together because of her crisis. Yeah, it's 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 certainly a good way to look at it in that regard. And I think that's why the scripture that we chose to read, you know, as we are walking through life, you know, we I think we all have opportunity on various different levels that we may feel like there's something that we've lost along the way or something that we felt like we were cheated out of. However, we want to kind of process that psychologically. Uh, what what the scripture tells us and what our hope in Christ is uh, and, and faith is, is that things can be restored or renewed or to your point regained that then you know we can pick up those pieces if you will and then move forward and potentially even be better as a yeah. result of the experience yeah cancer taught her to take the time to slow down a bit and smell the roses <laughs> uh, and you mentioned her book my journey to my destination she makes the point that it's important to talk to others about your cancer is that is that common I think that this is a super important point because historically, we talk about it a lot on this platform, uh, cancer has been historically what I call, there's a wall of silence that that typically people put up historically around being uh, faced with cancer. And so uh, people tend to isolate themselves mentally, emotionally, and even socially, which is the last thing that I think a cancer patient needs to do. Certainly people need to have boundaries uh, and, and have, you know, privacy. But I think the last thing in the world that that one wants to do, it's sort of like the idea of what was done in the days of, of Scripture when people had leprosy. They were they were isolated. Right. They were put in a camp. They were put off on an island somewhere and just left to kind of just brood over their circumstances. And that can happen with people. Uh, and I'm not saying having cancer is, is like having leprosy. I want to no, be clear about no. that. But the point is uh, not to allow yourself to be isolated uh, and separated from people uh, and, and dare I say, even environments that may be very useful in rejuvenating your energy, your sense of value and worth. And that's why having a good support group at your local church. Uh, hint, 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 our journey of hope, free mm -hmm. cancer care leadership training, mm -hmm. uh, your family and your friends who have some sense of understanding that they are there to be a, a support that can buoy you and not allow you to just kind of fester 
and drift off in the middle of the ocean by yourself and try to fight the waves of the sea because it can become daunting and it can become tiresome and people can lose uh, hope and lose vision when, when they're just out there paddling their own boat by themselves. I was talking with someone just yesterday who explained that they uh, had a visit with a doctor recently and they took a friend with them because sometimes it's impossible for us to absorb everything that the doctor says. I noticed that Tiffany said that we should uh, take notes. That's another way of doing it, isn't it? It is. It's, a, it's, it's very important. You know, we've done a couple of shows about cancer terminology. Uh, when you enter into the healthcare landscape, uh, I equate that, you know, you've a, you're a pretty good world traveler. Well, you know, when you go to other countries where you don't speak the language, where you don't know the culture or the customs, you feel out of place. You feel uncomfortable. You don't have a sense of certainty about you. So you get you a guide, right? You get someone to help take you around, mm -hmm. show you where the, 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 the local restaurants are, help you cut through the language. And having someone with you when you are having your visits with your doctor, I know my wife was with me on every occasion, and I can tell you, that sometimes psychologically, you're just kind of blanked out, you know, when you're sitting in front of your doc as the patient, you're just kind of zoned out and and you can kind of lose sense of what was said or lose some 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 important key points. Bringing someone with you to help take notes, uh, to write down what was said and help you to absorb that information, I think also helps you mentally not feel like you have to carry that tote that water by yourself because it can be a little overwhelming and you can feel exasperated when you're when you're not feeling well when you're medicated when you're doing treatment and then you're trying to process listening and hearing and absorbing language and and so on and so forth so yeah having someone with you is super helpful to help you process through any and all conversations that go forth we thank Tiffany for the lessons she has taught us today here on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. We do have a follow-up to suggest, and that is that you download the free resource, Managing the Cost of Cancer Care. If you'd like to uh, download this free resource, just subscribe to us at healthhopeandinspiration.com. And subscribing is free of charge. There is no obligation there. Mm -hmm. Subscribe and then download the resource, Managing the Cost of Cancer Care. I see now where you are heading with that verse from Joel, which uh, starts out pretty ominous, doesn't it, uh, that you shared at the beginning of the program today? Well, and that's exactly how, you know, Tiffany's conversation started, right? Again, I was overwhelmed. I was numb. I, I was sad. I was fear. I had low self-esteem. Uh, we can put that all into Joel 2.25. Swarming locusts, you know, swarming locusts uh, and the hopping locusts and the destroying locusts and the cutting locusts. These are all uh, can be associated with all of the things that she uh, talked about. Ate everything you had. It, it ate away at her. It, it, it impacted her. It, it, it impacted her mentally and emotionally. But then listen to God. But I will pay you back. I love being paid back. I don't know about <laughs> anybody else, but I love when people pay me back. <laughs> I love when I get paid back. There's an old soul singer that sang a song called The Big Payback. And yeah, it was just yeah, about you this very thing. <laughs> but I will pay you back for those years of trouble. And I thank God for that promise. And I thank God for that hope. And as Tiffany stated today, she's a fighter. Uh, she's now uh, uh, an inspirational speaker. Uh, she's telling her story and she's written a book, My Journey to My Destination. And so today, uh, Tiffany, thank you for getting off the mat and fighting back and taking back what was stolen from you by cancer. Amen. That's Percy McRae, our host and the National Director of Specialized Outreach at City of Hope. 
I'm Wayne Shepherd. Hey, thanks for listening this week. And don't forget to subscribe at healthhopeandinspiration.com. And don't forget to review our podcast as well. When you do that, it attracts other listeners and lets them know what we are all about here. So do that. Review either at Apple Podcasts or Google Play or Spotify or at our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. Percy, God bless. Thank you. Absolutely. Remember, as we continue to take back what the enemy stole from us, it requires energy and work. So you've got work to do. Keep chopping the wood. Don't stop. Don't quit. And don't give up. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is sponsored by and produced by City of Hope, a world leader in cancer research, treatment, and prevention. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider City of Hope, a world leader in cancer research, treatment, and prevention. Our hospitals in California, Georgia, Illinois, and Arizona are dedicated to making a difference in the lives of cancer patients. Our team of more than 11,000 includes researchers, associates, scientists, doctors, nurses, allied health professionals, graduate students, fundraising specialists, marketing professionals, and volunteers and support staff, all united by our desire to find cures and save lives. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialist about questions you may have about your treatment options. City of Hope is dedicated to tailoring a combination of cancer treatments to the needs of each individual patient. From advanced genomic testing to state-of-the-art technologies and evidence-informed supportive care therapies like spiritual support that target cancer-related side effects, comprehensive services are delivered by a team of cancer experts. Our national network also includes many clinical care locations, offering consultations and other medical services in a convenient outpatient setting. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com.